Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Well, we are uh, past the first day of cannabis being legal here in this country. Uh, as Paul Tipple just told you on CHML News, yeah, there are some tickets handed out because uh, the rules are in place. If you're going to buy the stuff now, you have to know what the rules are. But what about those stores that have been in operation for the last little while? Some of them have been raided. Some of them have been shut down. Uh, some are considering since, uh, you know, a year from now, they're probably going to be handing out licenses. Maybe there just should be amnesty to this. Well, let's talk with one of them. Clint Young is the CEO of MMJ in Canada here in Hamilton, joining us on the Bill Kelly Show to bring us up to speed. Uh, Clint, thanks so much for the time. Good to have you with us today. Hey, Bill. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Uh, we, we talked about this as, as operating on an, as a quote-unquote illegal operation, of course, a couple of weeks ago when you were on the show with us. Uh, has anything changed now that, that, that the cannabis is legal? Well, um, you know, we spoke a, few, a couple months back, Bill, about uh, illegal, uh, you know, especially on a retail side. But, um, you know, MMJ Canada has always been straight medicinal. That's who they are. Um, bill C-45 is a retail recreational bill that has passed. Uh, it has nothing to do with medicinal. They still haven't, you know, besides the mail order system that they have in place, which has been deemed unconstitutional by uh, Justice Flan in 2012, uh, in a, a, the Supreme Court judge, which stated that, you know, it's, it's not really the best scenario for sick patients. Um, it's really uh, hasn't been decided on how it's going to go. Now, with MMJ Canada, um, they're going to continue to operate. Uh, I stepped back, Bill, as uh, the CEO of MMJ Canada um, on the 14th. Uh, you know, the plan was to shut the stores down, and then I had a chat with all my staff, uh, because, you know, I'm going to be uh, trying to help the city not mess this up. So, you know, uh, I've been, I'm going to be sitting with Larry Deany and, uh, you know, Ken Leanders and uh, his team to try to make sure that the AGCO and the people that are in this come April are, are, you know, proper players and all that. But, you know, it was made very clear to my attention from multiple people that, you know, you couldn't actively be playing both sides of the fence anymore. And, so if you're going to be you know, an advisor, you can't be, you can't benefit from that. So exactly. obviously you've got to step yeah. down. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was clearly the hardest decision that I've, I've ever made. Um, you know, I, I love MMJ Canada. You know, we built a mental health organization. We've been helping sick people. And, you know, it was, it was, you know, I, I either tell my staff, listen, I'm following these rules and we're shutting these store down because I don't want to risk it. And then they get out all of their jobs. The 62,000 patients that we serve, Bill, are completely affected, and they are patients. I have, I would say 80% of the people that come to MMJ Canada are legitimately sick. Um, a lot of my staff have children. Uh, you know, they, they rely on this job for a paycheck. They, you know, it's, nobody's ever making enough that it's like, you know, they're, they're banking all this money that they're, they're safe. And then on top of it, too, they've, they've really, really loved and come to know a lot of these people that they're helping, and they weren't ready to to shut down and I asked them and I you know I, I left it up to them and I asked them what they wanted to do and I said that there was an option but this was the result of it and I I would have to step back and you know they decided they wanted to stay open and I wasn't going to risk 200 people's well-being that especially on the medicinal front Billy I, I, I Bill I could tell you this much when it comes to <clears throat> if there is a company that's going to win the medicinal front and challenge this and take it to the highest level and and be successful it's MMJ Canada. Um, I know that because that's how I built it. Um, so what's the and, challenge? You know, what, what, what challenge now? As I say, you've stepped aside from this, but you're certainly familiar yeah, yeah. with the, the situation. Uh, to, 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 to mount a legal challenge takes an awful lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of research exactly. into this, too. So what, yeah. what, what exactly do they want to see? 
Well, they, from my understanding, they don't know right now. They haven't really touched the like, C45 is just straight wreck, right? It's, hey, you're 19, you want to go to the OCS or get your cannabis here, here's the store. That's what's coming. I get that. But medicinal is different. We don't know what they want. We just know that if uh, they, they just know now, the, the, the new people uh, that are running MMJ Canada know that if they run it medicinally, that they have a challenge when they go to get shut down. So if the province wants to shut them down, their challenge is going to be is we're helping patients get access to medicine. Now, it's not a recreational point that they're coming from. Now, people are like, well, that's not going to hold up. They can just say the system's in place, which there is a system in place, but it's already been deemed unconstitutional in a court of law. And two, it hasn't been decided. If they say, hey, well, they're going to go with pharmacies. Well, okay, great. Go with pharmacies or storefronts that are medicinal. They haven't even talked about it. So when the staff said, hey, we believe in this medicinally, we want to fight that medicinally, and we want to be, you know, Jack Lloyd, who is uh, MMJ Canada's lawyer, uh, he's the best lawyer in Canada, in cannabis. Him, Kirk Tucson, and Jack Lloyd. Uh, it started with John Conroy. Um, uh, pardon me, it started with John Conroy, and then, you know, he turned it down to Kirk Tucson, who was my lawyer forever, and then joined. he joined Canopy uh, because of all of his hard work. And, you know, like, he was the winner of a, a lot of court cases against the government. And now it's rolled down to my personal lawyer and, and, and MMG Canada's lawyer, uh, Jack Lloyd. All right, and listen, so, this, I, uh, I'm just getting an email from one of our listeners here, as you and I are talking about this, Clint, asking a I, I question that I'm sure a lot of people have on their minds right now. If, if yeah. medical marijuana is legal, why are they hassling you if that's what you're doing? Well, it, it's, it's weird. They're not really, nobody said that they're really hassling us. You know, there's just, that. yeah, nobody, nobody's even said that. They were beforehand, and it's because... The government is very unaware of how people places are operating, so everybody's getting painted with the same brush. So, and so you, are you, are you do you feel that the government is conflating recreational with medical? Yeah, well, I just don't think there's enough understanding. I don't think they're doing it on purpose. I don't think anybody's doing anything on purpose. I don't think there's enough understanding, and I think that there is a clear separation of medicinal. And whether it's going to go into pharmacies or they're going to challenge just the online mail order system, or if it's going to go into retail wellness boutique dispensaries, that hasn't been decided yet. Nobody's talked about it. It's only been about C45. It's only been about REC. So there's a lot of people that are going without because everybody wants these places to shut down until April. And it's like, well, you have 60,000 patients along with MMJ. There's patients all through Hamilton and Canada and dispensaries especially in Ontario, that are going without. And the ones that are acting and have been basing their whole you know, business uh, side of things on the medicinal point of view, not the recreational, in helping patients, uh, their patients are getting scared. Their patients are freaking out emailing. Uh, there's, there's staff that are saying, this isn't right. We want to keep moving forward. Um, it's not my, you know, I left it into my staff's hands to make the decision if that's the choice they wanted to go, moving forward, knowing what potential risks there were. And not, you know, I think one person left and everybody else, that was the route they wanted to go. Uh, I want to help the city from this side to make sure that they don't mess this up. And I want to make sure that they learn that there's a difference between recreational and medicinal. And I want to help as much as I can from the inside out now. Well, um, and part of the you know, problem, part of the problem you're facing here is, is like, let's, let's put this right on the table. An awful lot of the people that are drafting legislation for this at the federal level have probably have no concept of whether you're even talking about. Uh, but, you know, and they're, yeah. they're trying to get as much information as they can, and but obviously it's, it's going to, not all of it's going to sink in. But there's supposed to be yeah. a protocol in place right now. Like you, let, let's, let's, I want to come back to, to square one here for just a second, if I could, Clint. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody walks yeah, into sure. your store 
and not your store yeah. now, obviously, but if they go into MMJ and said, look, I've got yeah. Crohn's disease or I've got uh, you know degenerative disc disease and I need this for pain control, yeah. do you just sell them yeah. some stuff or do you need so, to see some... No. some that's no, 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 you, no. you know, Don't just sell it over the counter. Well, if that's in place and if that's what's happening, then they shouldn't be bothering you. Well, I, I, I and I agree. And, you know, and that's why the, the staff and the lawyer said, you know, Jack said, you know, you, you definitely have a... a uh, you know, a, a case on medicinal Philly beliefs, like, you know, that's not quoting him, but it's like, you know, I, and, and the staff believe it. And, you know, people even like you were saying, you know, they should they should be left alone, especially, Bill, that this online order thing, everybody knows that it's not working. It's not working. Many federal judges have said it. They need to figure it out, but they knew that recreational would take dominance. So that has been the topic. And then they said, oh, we'll deal with medicinal later. So it's like, okay, well, what do you do? When you tell all these dispensaries, to shut down because yes majority of them are medicinal but when you paint them all with the same brush and you say hey you need to shut down now or you're not getting a license until april that location that you're operating in has been obsolete and has been going to be like skunked so it can never be used again for even new brands if you don't shut down and you'll be risking fines well then it becomes now it's like well what about these sick people and i get Ford, he's doing a great job you know he's fixing a lot of the shit that when pardon my language um messed up um, but again, it's when it comes to the medicinal side and, and what MMJ is fighting for, it's like these people cannot go, Bill, six months. You think I'm going to tell? No, I, I, we, we get that. If somebody, if somebody's, we all, we've talked about this many times. If, if somebody's suffering yeah, from right. chronic pain, obviously they need immediate relief and they can't wait for this sort of well, stuff. So well, that, that's the well, point they, that's well taken. They, and I they, listen, I get that. Uh, and and there may well be legal action, and there may be something that's going to go before the courts, and and we will have to wait until we actually see what it actually looks like. But I got a couple of minutes left yeah, here, and I want to go back to something you yeah, said right at the sure. beginning. Okay, uh, what's this committee that you're working on at the city? You, you mentioned Ken Leendertz, who's of well, course in charge of bylaw enforcement. Yeah, so, Larry Diani, yeah, yeah, of course, so is a consultant. Yes, because uh, Larry's been working with me for a while now, and essentially what we're, we're trying to do is to make sure that the councillors are well prepped and educated on, you know, the voting of dispensaries. Uh, because, you know, let's let's put it this way, Bill, if, if, if they don't vote yes on dispensaries, whether it's medicinal or not, that really poses a problem. Uh, if there is 83 dispensaries here, to me, that'll start a war. Like, I, I, I just think it'll be the worst possible thing while we're in the middle of a revival and, uh, you know, uh, really changing Hamilton around. So, you know, the city's been amazingly proactive, Ken, and so is Larry, and, and, you know, to do things proper and to make sure that this is done right. And, you know, we even tried for temp permits for even dispensaries to exist until April, and the province went, no way. So, like, this is how proactive they've been. So it's like, to me, I can help a lot from the inside out with my expertise. Um, MMJ Canada, they can do their own thing and operate medicinally. And to me, it's like, I, I, I didn't have an option anymore. It's like, how much more could I help from the inside while the other people are fighting on that side? Or am I just going to be ineffective all around? And it's, to me, it's what Ken and them are trying to do. Uh, having Larry as my mentor, I, have, I hope that my voice and, and my, my education in this industry for the last seven years and from helping uh, places like Berlin and, and, and you know, being involved in the Vancouver regulations and Nelson and all, all across Canada... I hope that they really listen because we have a chance to do it differently than anyone else. We have a chance to really set the standard in Hamilton and do it right. And, you know, um, I want I want to see it flourish all the way around. And I want MMJ Canada, uh, the team that they, they have put in place, I'm happy that they're 
they're fighting for the patients. I'm very proud. Because, All right, how did this? How did this know, come about? How did you mention Ken Leaners, who's a city employee right now? Uh, did he ask you to do this? Did the city council ask you to do this, or were you guys just freelancing well, here? Uh, well, no, 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 we're not freelancing. And so I, I asked Larry Deany to set everything up, and uh, you know, uh, I asked Jason Farr to, to 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 ask to see if he could get me in front of these people because I really wanted to talk about uh, everything because you know. Bill, like it's like when I have to answer to the, the patients, my staff, and then trying to help to do what's right within the city to talk to maybe whatever they're putting towards the AGCO, I have to think of everybody's well-being, right? So to me, stepping back to help them was the smartest thing to do. To, you know, Larry said to me, you know, your voice is going to be very important in something like this. And I mean, if this, if this could be what helps Hamilton, what helps even MMJ down the road when when they're battling what they're battling, I, I want to be a part. I want to be a voice. I want to be, uh, uh, you know, someone who has a positive impact on stuff that may not be going right at this moment and things that need to be adjusted. Uh, I want to really be a, a, a part of this, and I think I, I have a, a very good influence, and I, I think I'll be very. Well, you've got so, you've got some knowledge, and and you're one up on an awful lot of other people. Uh, however, this next council is going to be constituted. I don't even know who's going to be on the next city council. We'll know that after Monday night. I know. <laughs> but but it's going to be it's yeah. all about attitude and how they're going to do this and enforcement. Uh, I guess there there are yeah. provincial bodies, as you know, of course, as a business operator, yeah. that are going to be involved. I mean, Alcohol and Gaming Commission of is Ontario is is the one that can make decisions as to whether or not they're going to shut something down. So you have to have provincial put it yeah. input into this as well. It's yeah. rather complicated. Yeah, yeah, oh, of course, and then, you know, and that's what I mean. It's like. Um, the patients can't go without, so you need to make that decision to make sure they're protected. The staff need to make a decision on if they want, and then the city municipality, well, we all know, uh, Bill, they're going to be handcuffed uh, to a certain extent, but they do have uh, you know, people in place and point men that are working with the province, AGCO, things like that, where we can get information to them. And I think the more we educate the AGCO, I think the more we push forward and really you know, separate the medicinal conversation uh, to, from the recreational, I'm hoping that they understand that there's a bigger, a bigger uh, vision here at play than just recreational dollars and, and money coming in and out. Uh, because if it does get wrapped up in to the court system, the medicinal challenges, Man, what another waste of thirty million dollars! Like, well, it's it's going to be difficult. And and again, I think it goes back to the yeah. first thing we mentioned is that a lot of the people that are actually drafting this legislation and the regulations don't really know a whole lot about what they're talking about. Uh, we're just about out of time, yeah. Clint. I'll tell you what, we'll stay in yeah. touch on this, and uh, we'll get an update from you a little yeah. while down the road and see how things are going. But I appreciate the time today. Thanks, Bill. Have a wonderful day. You too, Clint Young, who is the former CEO of MMJ Canada. Uh, and apparently now is going to be working uh, in some advisory capacity for the city and helping them to try to get things going. Uh, you know, that's what we said yesterday. I mean, we're one day into this legalization of cannabis right now, and boy, there's a whole lot of misinformation still out there. And, uh, well, we're going to have to sift through that. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.